Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of the Behind the Mask podcast show, Tutan and I sit down and we recap the versus battle. Jeezy, Gucci, who had the most hits, who won, who had the better message. Last but not least, when you are a person of status, how often does it happen to where you're intimidated by your celebrity crush? Oh, you got to wait and hear this. Stay tuned on the BTM Podcast. Let's go behind the mask. Welcome back to another edition of the Behind the Mask Podcast. I am your host, Akio Spikes. And man, I got to bring in my player partner, better known as Tuton, but he usually goes by. Your favorite plus size model, Tuton Reyes, in the building. Plus size model, what's happening, bro? Slow motion in the ocean, baby. Another day in paradise, man. So no. What's good with you, though? <laughs> man, I had a pretty good weekend, bro. You know, good weekend. And, um, you know, I pause because I'm just thinking about everything that I did. But the mm. thing that really sticks to me is that that the versus battle out of yeah. GT and Gucci. You know, yeah. like me being a Georgia native and actually hearing like their music from like day one underground mm. and then seeing them make it to the mainstream stage, um, the evolution, the growth, the tragedy that all came behind it, bro. Like, Oh, that that versus battle was some. Oh, it was some good shit overall, bro. Yeah, man, it's epic. It was it was definitely dope, and you know we we look forward to those to that platform because you see some of the the people that we grew up listening to, and and you, you talked about being a, a Georgia native, but even as a New York native that lives in Atlanta, man, Jeezy, when we was in the league, Jeezy and Gucci, you know they they was running the airwaves, man. Like I, I'm self admitted, love Magic City. And that's where the verses was held at. But the NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you still can be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. That's all we used to listen to. And I spent a lot of money in Magic City because of, because of Jeezy, man. You know, my, my, my uh, financial advisor used to be like, what's this uh, PEF Entertainment or whatever it's called? You know, that's what comes on your credit card statement. And I'm like... Wow, he's like, whatever you're doing, you need to stop doing that because you're spending way too much money in there. Hey, but what's your response was, look, man, but it's Gucci and Jeezy, though. Hey, listen, man, they, they, it's something about their music around that time that just made you feel like, y'all got it. Y'all talking about throwing it away. I'm throwing it away. I'm spending it, too. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, they, they pay for way longer than mine. But yeah, that, that battle was incredible. The, the crazy part, though, to your point, everything, the tragedy behind it, I don't know if I could have been in the same room as somebody that, you know, 
and I don't know the, the story verbatim, but allegedly attempted to, to, to you know, they said Jeezy allegedly had uh, Gucci set up to get robbed and in self-defense, Jeezy wound up killing the person that tried to rob him. He got off in self-defense. So I don't know, man. That's that's difficult to be able to sit in the room years later. And I commend him on the maturity, but I couldn't do it. No, I mean, it's hard. I, yeah. it, it's, it's hard, right? Because like you said, uh, just recapping, even going back, and like you say, we live here. We've been here. Yeah. Uh, we Atlanta natives at this point now, right. you know, somewhat. But the just the fact of, you know, supposedly people said Jeezy had somebody out of his camp. They ran up, tried to rob Gucci, and then Gucci in self-defense protected himself, murdered him. And now all of this comes back full circle when you look at this versus battle. And and to your point, though, it's like it's real because, like, I just think of, like, not even at that level or to that degree, which we've been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But like, how many times have you, you know, even just being on the team, I think a lot of times the misconception really comes into where people look at it like, well, you know what, like, like, just because you guys play on the same team or you play in the NFL together, they feel like, oh, you should be tight or it should be a brotherhood, which in all reality is, is not really like that until you actually work together to accomplish that common goal. That's how that bond is being made. But when you see people come on your team, I guess I ask you, like, have you had like a, a a big discrepancy or something like somebody who you know you really don't mess around with, bro? Like, like I don't rock with him. I don't really fuck with him because he ain't in my circle. Like, yeah, yeah. And you had how did how did you have to deal with that, or how did you deal with that? I think for me, two two different scenarios is. You have people when you get on a football team uh, as a rookie or as a younger player, you got your veterans on there that are established, that live in that whatever city it is. They, you know, know the lay of the land. They run the show or whatever. So as a rookie, you're almost trying to fit in or, or find your find your way, I should say, as opposed to fitting in. You know, you'll have people that that take you under, the, uh, under their wing and say, young pup, this is the ropes. Then you got those people that hate because you might have a little bit of shine. Like yourself, you was a first-round pick. So I'm pretty sure there was people that hated on you because – of your status coming into the league. For me, I wasn't a first round pick, but at the same time, um, socially, I was I was known in Atlanta and Houston and Miami in my early days just for you know hanging out. You know what I mean? And of course in the league, that's not necessarily what you want. <laughs> you want to be known and respected for what you do on the field. But for me, because I wasn't playing in the beginning, my agent was connected, I was partying. So I had to respect off the field. But you had older dudes that Will come up and hate on you like oh, I don't even know why you you messing with two. He ain't got no real money. I'm in a Pro Bowl and you know and, and I could do this and do that for you. And when they get back to me, I'm sitting there looking at dude like your fan. We going to war together. We in the locker room. And you this the type of individual you are. So I think for me more so, I distance myself from people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really into the drama. You know I'm like positivity or nothing. But I kind of distance myself. And another another quick scenario it was a cat I grew up with. And when I made it to the league, one of the things my mother told me, she was like, yo, you cannot take everybody with you on this journey. There's no possible way. People are going to fall off to the wayside. It is what it is. And I had one of my one of my closest friends growing up actually take bread from me. And when I asked him about it, he just continued to lie and, um, you know, make up these stories about what happened to the money. And then I finally caught up, caught up to him. 
and 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 was he a teammate though was nah this teammate? wasn't even a teammate this is like somebody that i grew up with you know what i'm saying somebody yeah. that i love that that i would have an amount of money that he took i would have I, I, i've lost that amount of money speaking of magic city hanging out partying in the magic city that kind of money fell out my pocket that he was taking from me and it's like yo bro all you had to do was ask you know what i'm saying but for me i just distanced myself and i had people that not not on gucci and jeezy's level but i had people that Ran up on him like, yo, two, we got him. What you want us to do? I'm like, nah, let him go. I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, let him go. It's cool. Like, I, I, I don't want that negative energy. For me, positivity or nothing. But you got to be mature to be able to walk away from, from that type of situation. And I don't know about you, bro, but like I said, I, I don't know that I could have sat in the room with a... To this day, I don't really speak to that dude. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I could have sat in the room with someone that has wronged me. And I don't wish him no harm, no negativity. I'm cool. Right, but right. I don't need that energy around me in my inner circle. So I, I flip the question to you. Like, how do you deal with a situation like that when somebody that wrongs you do? Would you let that person back in your life or be around them or be able to do, you know, a versus or, or be in the same room in them, with them after all these years when you feel like it was some sort of issue with y'all in the past? No, nah, bro. You know what? It's a good question because, you know, when I look at that and I see like, man, it took a lot of intestinal fortitude for both of them to get up there and not act a fool. You know what I mean? But they realized what was at stake and for the greater of the good of all people. You know what I mean? Especially for the culture. Uh, but I, I take you, I'm going to take you back to this story. I had this dude one time, uh, you know, early in my career. Um, he was like, look, Spikes, he, he got me. You know what I mean? He got me. He got me for 10 bands. And he was like, hey, bro, like, trust me, like me and my old lady going through something. She mad. She just froze. If she froze the account, it was some fraud or something. There's something about he was a professional liar. Like, bro, he could go around and hold up. He could put up seminars. This is how good he was, like a scam artist. And so uh, he got me. I ended up. He was like, "If you give me the ten bands, I'm gonna give it back to you, and I'll have it back to you by you know." end of the season. This was like halfway through the season already. And I'm like, all right, you get paid the same day I get paid. Right, right. So I'm good. So long story short, you know, when it came time, he was like, I'm going to straighten you, you know, on the last day when we get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Man, this Negro here don't went up and packed up everything. And he didn't even, he skipped this exit meeting with the coach. So then now I'm hanging around waiting. I'm like, hey, well, yeah. And everybody yeah. was like, Man, man, he been left. He ain't showing up. He never shows up. He was a vet. So he got me. So, 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 so lo and behold, let me tell you how this story comes around full circle. So I wanted to beat his ass. And that's right. exactly what I was going to do. So then to the next year, we came back. Before we even came back, they cut it. Mm. Two years later, I go to another team. He gets signed with the team. They ask him to come, you know, come on. Hey, Spikes, you know him? I, I know of him. But you played? Nah, I know of him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really rock with him like that. So what are you saying? He's a bad dude? So for me, it was like, to me, I felt like that was that moment to where I probably really could have got him cut. But I chose not to. I was like, I'm going to get my bread first before he get cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, he came in and and then, you know, he spoke to him. I'm like, look, bro, you ain't, ain't no speaking, bro. Like, tomorrow right. when you come in here, you bring me my bread. Like, bring it. I need that. So 
uh, you know, then he came up with the sob story. Man, you know, training camp, we ain't making that much. You know, everybody plays for free. What they give right. you a training camp out of thousand, what, fifteen hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, if that. Yeah, like that's another story for another day. Yeah. But for like in a training camp, I right, I'm getting ready to collect. In my mind, I already had in my mind, like, bro, like I'm gonna get my money even if I gotta take it from you. Right. Or I'm gonna make sure it, it comes back in different ways. So Bro, that next morning, I'm sleep. I'm going to bed the night before. Next morning, I already got the plan in my head. This is what it's going to be. Ain't nobody going to stop me. I don't even care. I didn't tell nobody. Yeah. So you was ready to risk it all for, for your bread at this point? Oh, yeah, I was. But it was it was stupidity. I was, I was about to risk it all over stupidity. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what happened, what really kind of like saved it, is that morning when we came in, I was waiting on him. He never showed up. Guess what happened? He got, got cut. cut. Got cut. You know what I mean? And then something resonated with me in my mind, and it was like, man, you was about to risk it all, to your point. Yeah. I was about to risk it all. Like, I'm talking about I was, like, hands, altercation. Mm-hmm. Like, we was going to get physical. Yeah. And um, But he did But it proved to me that at the end of the day, Man, God don't like ugly. Yeah, like, man, yeah. like it's, it's only a few things in life. Like, you just ain't gonna forget. And mm-hmm. one of them is if you borrow money from somebody, you know when you owe somebody. That's a fact. That's a fact, right? So you know, but I'm thankful I was able to get through it. Not even uh, have that altercation, but I damn sure was looking forward to it, though. To be <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, our stories ain't nowhere near on the level of of what. You know, Jeezy and Gucci went through experience in their own relationships and their own lives. Again, I would commend them at the end of the day for bridging the gap for the public. With you got two million viewers, people watching, and you have the platform to take it in a positive direction or continue to harp on negative things in the past. And I think what I was saying was, you got somebody that's forty and forty-three years old, families, businessmen, millionaires. Fake teeth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They 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 on a whole nother level now, and they're showing that they're not going through, or their mental is not the same way as it was in their twenties. Like our mental is not the same way as it was in our twenties, and we in our forties right. now. You know what I'm saying? So right. I can appreciate that as 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 two alpha males that sat there and kind of just just went through it for whatever the reason was, you know, for entertainment, for money, for the culture, for for themselves. I think they did what they were supposed to do for the culture. And, and you were saying this, they they did something that other artists didn't have an opportunity to do nah, in the past. No, nah, they didn't, bro. And like, and I'll say this just to make sure everybody hears it. Man, they had an opportunity and they took advantage of the opportunity to do something that Tupac and Biggie didn't do. They didn't yeah. make amends by the time that they were gone. Yeah. You know, like these cats back in the day, they were they were living that, and they still do live that life to this day. Uh-huh. But Jeezy, whole mindset is totally different. Obviously, Gucci too, because it takes two to be able to do something like this. But these guys understood, and they understand what has happened in previous history, yeah. and they know, like you said, two million people looking. We got an opportunity to either one enhance our brand and continue to make this bread and make great music for our followers or two 
we can go up here and act a fool, get uh-huh. to shooting, slap each other, fighting. And so now when people talk about the generational curse, generational curse, man, I come from I come from the school to where I've always thought and I was always taught, you can't be what you don't see. Uh-huh. And I truly felt like they displayed, Jesus even spoke about it. Man, I extended the olive branch, the olive branch to Gucci. Gucci accepted yep. it because he understood big picture. What is it all about at the end of the day? Why do you do what you do? Jesus even said, I heard him in an interview after the fact. He was like, look, at the end of the day, I understand. I got to go on, go on and, and perform work, put on the show. But when I finish, I'm going home to see my daughter. Yeah. All that other bullshit don't matter. So when I say, what did they do for the culture? Man, it was huge because it goes back to you can't be what you don't see. I think more than anything, you you see cats who are in the streets. You see cats who are into like, you know what? You do me wrong. I'm going to do you wrong. And I'm trying to take your life. I felt like these guys used that elevated platform for two million people who were watching. And they said, this is how we're going to use that platform. Make amends. We ain't got to be best buddies. Uh-huh. But we got to understand that this is way bigger than us. And it, and the only way that we can contain it and make it into what we want to is to show people, you know what? He may shit it on me. I may shit it on him. But we now we're able to move on yeah. and understand what the greater focus is. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And that's the crazy part, too, because, you know, even in the locker room, you have people, I think, have the misconception that just because you're teammates, you got to be best friends. Like, think about this. There's no possible way that you can be best friends or have or be close friends or even friends with 50 other 53 other people in your locker room. You know what I'm saying? No possible way. Different backgrounds, different races, different uh, political beliefs, different religions. There's no possible way. But what you got to do is respect each other. Yes. You have to find a way to respect yeah. each other. And that way you can go, you can uh, um, be on the same um, same plane moving to a common accord or a common goal. And I think that's what was so dope about uh, what I saw the other night with, with, with Gucci and Jeezy. But I, I was saying about the alpha male thing because it's crazy. You saw them operating and, and neither one of them were backing down, regardless of what it was. No one looked intimidated. No one looked, you know, like they were they were backing down. They were standing firm, right? And the same thing on a football field as, as a bunch of alpha males. You go out there, you have to be confident in everything you do, every step you make, every play um, every play call, every execution, you know what I'm saying? You have to be so confident because if you slow and you are not comfortable, confident, ready to react, mm-hmm. that's when you get injured. That's when you you know mess up a play or whatever. You don't stick to your technique. So being the, 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 the strong people we are, strong people we were when we played, making millions of dollars, yeah. you know, everything afforded to you that you wanted in the world, you think it's you're different. invincible, though, you bro. Think you're like, invisible, but the, you know, the courage, the bravado, the test, everything. But but for me, I, and this is funny. So so I ask you, like, that's on the field, right? Some of that translates to off, off the field as well. But has there ever been a, a situation where off the field, you were like, "Yo, I'm not the same tequila spice that's you know slack stopping people's you know sacking uh, quarterbacks, knocking over running backs." Has there ever been a situation where you like? Uh, you, you got a little bit intimidated off the field, man. Two. Your silence says it all. <laughs> Your silence says it all. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. I do have a story for you though. And I've always been a person, you know me, I'm, 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 I'm strategic. If I believe it, I, I feel like I can achieve it. Right. And I write it down, I'm going to get it. So <laughs> I, oh man, this is a good one. So my rookie year, this is even before my rookie year. I'm right, coming out of college and um, the Super Bowl was in San Diego. Oh. So I signed with my agent and he was like, look, Spice, I need for you to come down to the Super Bowl and uh, we're going to go meet some of these decision makers, GMs and, you know, everybody so they can see you and and uh, you can kind of, you know, network a little bit. So I was like, all right, cool. Me and I'm being such a football head. I'm like, man, I don't really want to go. Like, I'm just trying to train and get in the game. But he was teaching me like, nah, like it's like you got to have a relationship with people. So right. go to this party, EA Sports. Everybody right. knows about everybody, it. Yeah. What's party? Everybody goes, and I'm like, I, I come in, I, I got my, my, you know, my sweater on. It gets a little cool in San Diego. I have my, you know, my little dress pants on and I, the little hair and bone neck. I don't <laughs> anyway, but I walk in, bro, and I see, you talk about the intimidation factor. Yeah. I saw all, all of the guys, man, like, you know, like Jerry Rice, everybody. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect him. But the intimidation factor when I walked into the party and I saw my teenage crush and her name was Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Saved Bell. Saved by the Bell? Say, oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh. Man, I didn't know you was going there, but I got to tell you. <laughs> So what happened when you saw her, man? Oh, my God. I can't believe this one. Bruh, I saw her, and I was like, oh, my God. That's her. And, like, this is this Man, I used to sit back and watch reruns all the time. <laughs> this is when you had the VCR, so you used to record that thing now. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, shit. That ain't Lisa. That ain't her, man. And I kept looking up. Lord Voorhees. That's a real name, yeah. I think. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, see yeah. I see how it's going <laughs> So, hey, so I was like, all right. So she kind of like looked at me. She saw me and she kind of gave like a, you know, two second stare. I'm thinking, damn, like, y'all didn't notice me. So now, now I don't even drink at this point now, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going over to the drink thing and they was like, yeah, what you want? I'm like, man, give me whatever. I just need something to <laughs> So I get the drink. And I see her over at the desserts table. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to go over here too then. So I ease my ass over there and go to the dessert table. And I was like, bro, I just, I just, she looked at me and I froze. Like I I couldn't even talk, man. Like I am so, listen, I was so disappointed in myself. I'm disappointed in myself from back then now. So I was just like, she said, hey. I was like, hey, how are you? And she was like, I'm fine. <laughs> she told me her name, and I was like, I couldn't even say her name. <laughs> and so, she, you know, I was like, I couldn't even say that, bro. Like, she had me, bro, I was like mesmerized, bro. Yeah, and so, yeah. like, before I knew it, another dude came over. He started talking to her. 
And I'm going to tell you how the night ended up, man. I remember walking away from that dessert table. And I was like, you, like, you fucking blew it, man. <laughs> how could you? And I could, no lie. For the next two nights, I went around the city of San Diego trying to, trying to find it. <laughs> listen, everybody loves a good story of redemption. And I could not find her. Man, I went back to San Francisco, Oakland. That's where I was training. And, <laughs> bruh, I could not live with myself. And, and so when you talk about a story of intimidation, I didn't, I didn't shoot my shot. And I, from that day, I said, this will never, ever happen again. <laughs> I, I felt like a loser, dog. I'm telling you, now, I am the most optimistic person in the world, and I feel like I can get whatever I want if I set my mind to it. So if your mind was set and you had the opportunity to say something back then, what do you think that young Tequila Spice would have said? Oh, I probably would have went over there and just, I was like, look, man, you don't need to be picking up nothing. What you tell me what you want. I'm going to get it for Let's go over in this corner and get to know each other better. That's what we're going to do. Like everybody else in here just trying to like feel each other out. We finna go meet each other, you know, get to know each other a little bit better. Because we yeah. deserve that. We do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to go get her a drink. I was going to keep the drinks coming. But the it's an open bar. It's an open bar. You ain't she doing didn't nothing. Know that. She didn't know that. She's, she's a celebrity. You think she's going up there getting her drinks? No. Facts. facts I'm going facts. to get her. And the conversation <laughs> was going to be nice. Shout out to my boy, Jonas Jennings. He taught me conversation rules the nation. Yeah, it I was about Jonas. to give it to her, too. Happy belated, Jonas just had a birthday too, for sure, for sure. Yeah, shout out, homie. That's hilarious, man. So I blew it. I blew it. Oh, yeah. what about you though? <laughs> you got me airing out my dirty laundry. Oh man. That, Did you ever have a moment though? I think we all have at some point. You know what I'm saying? Do I gotta get into it? I'll, Who? A, what me? was your moment? You... <sighs> all right. Say it. Don't be don't be. On the Behind right. the Mask podcast, <laughs> there's only one rule. There, there are, are no, no rules. So All say right. it. I'm going to run it. I'm going to run it. All right. So my crush, and this was in the league, and it, it, my celebrity crush, um, not that I felt like I was going to holler, but when I saw her, I was like, oh, she's gorgeous. To me, it was Alicia Keys. You know what I'm saying? She's from New York. Hold Beautiful on, voice, Alicia Keys. Yeah, how you looking? Exactly. You Alicia yeah. Keys? Hold up. When you this, first this, got this, into the league. No, this this is now this is the difference because again, you into the league in the beginning, and you know you you or you're about to go to the league, so you're about to find your way, etc. I saw her ten years in, so when I was done, I think on the last episode we talked about how I was in New York with the Giants. I'm at home. I'm, I'm a New York native. You know. Everything is going my way. And then I got released after week one. So I didn't want to go out anymore because I'm like, why be on the streets when you cut? And everybody's like thinking, yo, two, you just had a great preseason week one. You know, you got cut or whatever. So one of my guys was like, it was fashion week. So this, this, when the season starts, it's always New York City fashion week, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and, and go out. Somebody got me some tickets. So I hollered at my man, Scott. Scott the Animal from New York, another South Side legend. Um, he's like, yo, 
I, I run with you to the fashion show. It was at the Gucci store, the flagship store in, in Manhattan. So we go in there, you see all these celebrities, they got you know my name at the table. So I'm thinking like, and it's so hard to get in all of these events in fashion week. If you don't have a connect or you're not somebody that's an A-list artist or whatever, right or A-list celebrity, you're not getting in. So we walk in there, walk past the line, it's, it's, it's popping. You know, Russell Simmons is in there at the time, Mary J. Blige, da da da. So they're like, yo, two tone, we're gonna go to step and repeat and take a picture. So I didn't want to do it because again, they like you know New York Giants two time Raiders, but I'm no longer a New York Giant. So what's the point of me even going up there doing it? But they're like, yo, you gotta do this. But All they right. didn't know. They didn't know though. They didn't because it's literally like a day or two before, right? So I'm like, All yeah. Right. So I go up there, and as I'm going to the to the um you know the velvet rope is there, the red carpet leading to the step and repeat. I'm stepping to the side, letting people come out, and the security guard is standing right there. He opens up the the the, the velvet rope, and Alicia Keys is coming out with her mom and I'm standing right there and we like walking and we just eye to eye and I'm just looking at her like damn that's Alicia Keys yo what you gonna do too so I'm talking to myself in my what mind did you do I'm, sit, I'm sitting there looking at her she looking at me I'm looking at her she looking at me and then we at the velvet rope but I gotta be a gentleman so I step to the side to let her go and she looks at me and she smiles and my eyes I'm, I'm melting inside bro I'm talking about it getting flustered right now and then she looks at me, and I have my chain on and everything, and she looked at me, looked at my chain, looked at me and said, hey, how you doing? I looked at her, I was like, started batting my eyes, like, so just like, I'm okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the Flavor Plus size model just jumped up, and I looked down, I said, I'm okay, how you doing? And I looked up, and I swear, when I looked up, it was like, she was singing, you don't know my name, and I swear, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there like two times, say something. Don't fuck this up, say something. And nothing else will come out, but the song is in my head. And that's oh. it. And she's looking at me, and then she's like, all right, well, you have a nice day. And I was like, you too. And I just stared like nothing else could come out. She walks away. My dude Scott is behind me. He's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I know you just, your big ass ain't just bat your eyes at Alicia Keys. I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't bat my eyes. I didn't bat my He's like, yes, you did. I'm telling everybody from the hood, you battered Damn. your eyes. Like, who bats their eyes is a big-ass 300-pound man? I was like, I didn't bat my eyes. I'm sitting there like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. He's like, everybody's walking off laughing. The security guard's laughing because he sees it. And I'm sitting there like, they're like, uh, Tutor, do you want to take pictures? And I'm sitting there like, I don't want to take no pictures. I just want to leave. I'm like, I had my one moment. My man, he used to say, you only get one shot at the title. You only get one, one shot chance. at the title, and you decided to bat your eyes like you got eyelashes on. Man, you know how they be. That's how my joints was, bro. And I, I haven't seen her since. Well, I know she's late, she's man. married, she's happy, too. everybody's happy in their own space right now. That's a beautiful thing. But that was my that was my celebrity moment when I was intimidated, and you, it shows you, it shows you how as these alpha males, as tough as we are, there's always either somebody that's close to us or, or somebody out there that can still get to intimidate. Make you feel, intimidate a, little, so make you feel a little something in the end. Bring you back down to earth, yo. Bring you back yeah. down to earth, man. So, I yeah, that, I could dig it. But mind. let me ask you this, though. Since you flipped it on me, I want to flip it on you. Uh -oh. So now, knowing what you know now, and if you can go back in time and, uh, you know, make that moment happen, Make that moment happen over again without blinking, batting your eyes. Time <laughs> <laughs> the young plus size model, the young AKA 
Go get him. What would you say though? Listen, 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 listen. First of all, at the time I was dating somebody and she also was in the music industry. So she and she knew I had a crush on Alicia Keys. So it was no possible way that even if I would have said something or tried to holler, I would have been in the wrong. It, it just wouldn't it never work. It was nothing to do. I can't say, yo, you want to be friends. And I think she just started, I think she just started dating Swiss at the time. I don't know. But it was nothing for me to say. Like I just I just wanted to be friends at the point. <laughs> I just wanted to be cool with her, man. Just, hi, my name's Two Time. I, listen, I just want to be friends. Two listen, I just uh, listen. It was no, it was no line. It was no game. It was no nothing. Nothing came out. I can't redeem. I can't go back and say, oh, you know, you know, let us keep in contact. Or we, you know, talk later or whatever when it's a little bit less crowded. Ain't nothing. It it, it wouldn't matter. Trust me, it wouldn't matter, yo. But. When you, when you, anybody listening, male, female, shoot your shot. When that time comes, if if you have an opportunity, shoot the shot, yo, because you only get one shot at the title, and you don't ever want to look back like we looking back, saying, "Damn, what coulda, shoulda, woulda been." Because man, if 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 I was single at the time, if you was what? If I was single at the time, I shit, I don't even know what I would have said then. Honestly, I I I never thought oh, about so, that. So basically. Basically, That's the reason on. why you saying you didn't say anything was it was because you were in a relationship. No, no, no. the reason I didn't say nothing because I was scared. <laughs> I was intimidated. I was intimidated. I, I just thought like you don't think when you walk and you look up that the person that you had a crush on for years or, or you think is incredible is just staring you in your face. That's that's when does that ever happen? Like timing is everything, divine intervention. But when does that happen to when that opportunity presents itself? So. It's almost like they say you got to stay ready so you don't got to get ready. I wasn't ready. Well, obviously, you didn't get ready. Yeah. So, you know but what? I mean, it happens, man. It happens, man. I, I, I might have to put you on a damn week-long suspension for that one. Like, for real, though. You're talking about you ran your eyes. I don't remember back in my eyes. eyes. I agree, and I don't think I did that. I think that was just like the exaggeration for somebody else. Ain't no way in hell I batted my eyes, man. Nobody do that. Come on, man. I don't know, bro, but I'll tell you this, though. Looking back at it now, like, <laughs> it's that's the first time I ever talked about that story. Yeah. Yeah, first time I ever talked about it. So I appreciate you br- making me bring that up. No doubt, no doubt. Definitely what, an insight on yours too, though. Was there any? Was there ever uh, another time where you redeemed yourself and you were just like, "Yo, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot my shot, and I know, oh, you know, yeah. this is what it is." Of course, absolutely. The I remember this one time. No, no, tr- no. This is like dead, dead ass, straight up truth. When after that happened, I said. Never again will I ever be caught in a situation to where I'm not going to say anything or where I feel like I can't talk because I'm just nervous. Like, oh. listen, I, I read the Michael Jordan quote. You will miss every shot that you don't take. Right. So for me, I'm like, man, I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. So I remember this one time I was on the plane and um, ran into this young lady. Yeah, the shit was funny though, dog. It, it, it was funny because I remember one of my partners, like he was on the plane too. We were going from Atlanta to LA and he was married and he was sitting beside her. Huh. 
and I was like two rows up in first class. You know, we all were in first class. And I remember I was like, I sat down for a second. I was like, man, how this dude don't get that? He, how he don't sit beside him? So I sit down and it, dude, no lie, maybe three seconds. I just heard myself in my mind saying, don't you do this shit again. And <laughs> fuck off the plane. Bro, I went back there and I said, look, oh, we got the wrong seat, bro. Like, you see mine says 5A right here and yours. Then <laughs> he looked, I, when he looked at me, she wasn't looking. She was looking out the window. No, she was texting. So I was mm-hmm. like, I kind of looked at him like that. And then he was like, all right, go on. So I, I pulled my shot. Ah, okay, I, okay. I, I did my shot, but long story short, it was, uh, uh, I mean, Thank God I had the bulletproof vest on, but <laughs> we remained friends, so it, it was cool. I got something out of the deal. We, we Who was it? A relationship. Who was it? No, 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 no. She's moved <laughs> on now. She's moved on now, and she's married. I, if I put this one out there, you know what I mean? It's like I we, ain't trying to, we ain't trying to dig yeah, up no nobody stuff. Had, and I am usually yeah. transparent for the breakfast, too. <laughs> but nah, nah. Oh good, oh good. So you shot your shot though. That's yeah, I shot my shot. I ain't had no regrets, bro. You have redemp- you you have a redemption story. After that, story nah. You do? Nah, after that, you I was know, cool. Huh? Like, nah, nah, nah. It wasn't no redemption story. It's like, I mean, that was I think that's the one. I'm I'm not I'm not embarrassed. I'm not intimidated. I laugh at myself. I'm cool. Like, nah, I don't I don't think that situation came up again. It, met, it it came up one other time with somebody that I, and it might be this might be something I, I need to kind of think about. I met Kerry Washington at a fundraiser, and that's another Ooh. situation. Kerry Washington, okay, okay. And um, I met her at a fundraiser. That's when my brother introduced my brother Ray introduced us. He had a fundraiser for his, his job, and um, she was one of she was the keynote speaker. But my nonprofit was getting uh, Beyond the Birds was getting uh, honored at the event as well. So. She spoke, did her thing, whatever I spoke. And when she came down, they introduced us to take pictures and everything. And that's another situation. I was like, gosh, she's so gorgeous, man. And, and she started speaking and smiling. And so you nothing came out. The of Liberty, <laughs> nothing came out, man. The Statue of Liberty. You already have the Statue of Liberty. This is after the league. Yeah, this is, I don't know, man. So maybe it's me, man. Maybe I just, I don't know. So you know what the moral of the story is, is this. For everybody that's listening, when you get an opportunity to shoot your shot, regardless of male, female, you shoot it because you never do know what's going to happen. Hey, man, sometimes people are in each other's lives for a reason. If you're lucky enough, it may happen even for a season. And if you're really lucky, unicorn status, maybe even a lifetime. So shoot your shot and then only deal get, with regrets later. Right. Only get one shot at the title. Right on, bro. Two, always a pleasure chopping it up with you, my dog. You as well, family. Right on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.